You now tuned in to the hottest podcast in the world. The Stay Woke Podcast. Right here on thesonicbreakdown.com. Welcome back to another Stay Woke Podcast. This is D-Ray Brinson. And uh, you know the Sonic Breakdown presents the Stay Woke Podcast. So uh, check out thesonicbreakdown.com. Thanks for listening. Today is a special, special podcast. I'm very, very excited. I've been talking about it, saying that we needed some um, female, some women perspectives about this love that brother to the left over here uh, got us started on uh, that sprung this series of topic on, on love. So we got we got a full house tonight. We got brother to the left. And then we're just going to call her sister to the left. Mm, uh, I think that's a good name. AKA right the one. Because <laughs> that, uh, that's, that's what we called on the last podcast. Right. We got Reddy, our, our comic uh, expert. He's, aye, he's, aye, thank you for having me back in this thing. <laughs> he's touching on the love. And then we got, of course, Miss Alana Jane. Again, going to give her insight and her perspective on, on this, this wonderful topic of love. I want to preface or set the stage and say, first question I guess I want to pose is, how would you classify as you know when you're in love? And that's open to the floor. And I know that's a difficult question. Can I, can I take this one time? Go ahead. So I, I'm going to use my personal experience. Just because I didn't believe love was real. I'm going to be so real. For I was in a lot of different relationships just usually for the uh, the fun fun. You know what it is. And um, I didn't think love was real. I was saved just to get that uh, get that happiness. And um, I met this chick about four and a half years ago. Today, actually. And um, Oh, congratulations. And thank you. Thank you. Um, it yeah, was just... Congratulations, brother. Thank you, brother to the left. Yeah. Um, it was really just, it began with just, you know, having some fun and just doing my thing. And then from there, it developed to some, you know, we've been together for now four and a half years. And I got to say, love is when, you know, love is when you don't want to go the next year without seeing that person there in your life. Mm. When your concept changes from, I'm going to do my thing to like, how can I do my thing and make sure you're incorporated? Mm-hmm. Where that, that other person, it, you know, not to sound corny, but it goes less to, I or me, and it goes more to, you know, we and us, where we're trying to see how our future is going or what is next for us. When you right. start using those terminologies, I feel mm-hmm. that's when you understand, at least for me, I understood I was in love and I could no longer not say the words that I love you because I knew without a doubt I love you because I changed our concept from what I'm going to do to, hey, this Saturday, we going to do this. No, nah, no, nah, most definitely agreed. Agreed. You know, there's a paradigm shift there, mm-hmm. right? And I feel like to an extent, you know, the majority of your life, you're thinking about yourself. Mm. And, you know, and, and if you have a child like I do, right, you're thinking about yourself and your child. Really, your child first, right? You're thinking about your child and you're thinking about yourself. Mm-hmm. However, when you find that one, when you find someone you can spend the rest of your life with, when you find someone that you love, it's about it's it's much less about yourself. You become selfless, and it's about it becomes less of I and more of we. And uh, you know, if you haven't experienced that, if you haven't touched on that we, then you just haven't you haven't gotten to the place where where you're at with when when you're in love. Yes, sir. You know, and that that's where I'm at. That's where the brother before I was speaking is at. When you get to the point where you're at we. And you don't see nothing but we. There is no I. When you get to the point where you're at we, 
that's when you're you in and, and, and to an extent that's where you're in the beginning stages of it mm. because there's a lot of other layers that come with it yeah but you know when you really start to consider we instead of i that's where you know that's where you really feel at least in, in terms of my perspective that's where love really starts you start to see love in a different light love is is bigger than um just it becomes something bigger than just a noun and I'm just speaking from, you know, the teacher perspective. Um, but it becomes um, an identity um, for me. It's become something that I wear, like love is me. And and the only reason why it is, is because I've experienced it. Mm. So it's kind of like, um, you know, it it becomes who you are and you carry it with you wherever you go, just like you carry the person that you love with you wherever you go. Mm. Absolutely, but but let me before you know before the next speaker gets on, let me say this because I feel like my girl hasn't had the appropriate introduction that she needs. Cause this is me, this is brother to the left. Go ahead, bro. Hey, speak. God damn it, speak, bro. God damn it, you understand me? And you know, I I done been on a few podcasts. If you've been listening to these things, I done got on a few. Right, I most definitely got on the first one on this topic of love. Yeah. But the woman that has sparked this whole topic of love for me is the woman that just touched on this goddamn topic right now. I love it. Right? And uh, we're going to call her sister to the left. Right? That's a beautiful thing. And, and, you know, so you got us tag teaming on this thing. And so you got brother to the left. You got sister to the left. And each, you know, each perspective is equal most definitely. Right? Mm -hmm. But this my girl right here. God damn it. This my girl. So... I'm going, you know what I'm saying? So I just feel like she needed the appropriate introduction because, you, you know, her being new to this thing, she didn't introduce herself just right. So I'm going to introduce her just right. And that's uh, that balance we be talking about. You understand me? That's love. That's love. Most definitely. So I'm going to make sure that you understand that that, uh, that was Sister to the Left that just spoke. I just want to uh, bounce off of what Sister to the Left just touched on that what you carry around the person that you love with you. That's that's a, that was actually a sign for me when I was falling for my uh I still think of him as my boyfriend but actually as my husband. Um <laughs> Um, I knew I was falling for him because I was saving up my my experiences of the day, my jokes, my reflections. And I was saving them up so I could share them with him. Oh wow! I knew, I knew, I knew that's that's when I knew that my attitude toward him was changing and that my desire was to let him know more about me. Like I want, I want you to know what I'm thinking about during the day, even though we're both at our different jobs. I want to bring you into my experience and I want to hear about your experience. And when you, when you have those thoughts that you you want to know the parts of their lives that you're not there to witness directly. You're so interested in that. That's how I knew. Because I was carrying right, him around. I, I want to... Hold on. Let me, let me, let me touch on that right, real quick. What are you saying, brother? I really, I really have to... I have to second that in so many capacities. I was... Uh, before my current relationship, I was with a guy. If you didn't text me all day, I, I gave no flips. I didn't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> you didn't hit me this whole week? Up, oh, fuck it. I'm, I'm just going to, you know, do my own thing. That's fine. But yeah. <laughs> when, when I started really, like, you know, kind of hitting what you're saying, that, that, that feeling of... Yo, I wonder what she doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was, I was more on the like, I didn't, I wasn't listening to you to get the goodies. I was listening to you because I honestly wanted to know. Like, I was honestly listening, and it, I wasn't listening to respond. I was listening to hear. When she was telling me, "Hey, I'm gonna do this today," da 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 da, I actually was happy to hear it without having to give a response, without 
telling her about mine mm-hmm. or without having. I just wanted to know. Let me and, just learn about you. Yeah. Receiving. And, 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 and receive that information. Yeah. Receive that information. Instead of giving. And, because we're in a society where we want to we wanna give our opinions. We want to give our insight. We want to give what we want to give to others. And sometimes we don't receive enough. And that's that's something that I've noticed is that the art of listening is for me that I'm noticing that is being lost because just like he was saying is that's the other way that I knew is those, like you said, that pretty much we is a consensus is that feeling of, I wonder what they're doing. not And not just only, I wonder what they're doing is I want them to know like that. I care about what they're doing and that I'm truly like, it's not, I care about what they're doing and how they're feeling as much as I care about my own. Mm-hmm. And when you when you make that transition and you and you start to think in that manner, I think it does change your your psyche, your your idea of how you run your day, how you run your life. Everybody in here is in a relationship, so this is somewhat of a of a biased panel, and this is a good group. And I think we're all giving different perspectives because we have different times in the relationships that we've been in. Um, but like I said, the thing that I noticed is there was times when I was doing something with the podcast, I was doing something with the website, and like the first person I thought about sharing that with normally, like I didn't care about who I shared it with because I, I internalize a lot of things. So for me, I just internalize it, but I was like, Oh, I wonder what my girl's doing. Or I, I, I want to tell her this, this, this point in my life. And I want to hear her point in her life. Mm-hmm. And so I think, as we said, that that is important in that that does change. And it's kind of that light switch moment. The relationship is, is different. Yeah, and like also what you uh, bouncing off what you were just saying, um, D-Ray, is uh, as we grow up, we we learn that what other people think doesn't really matter. It shouldn't really direct us. Like you mm. should be, you know, self possessed person. Yes, but ma'am. then, then someone gets to you. You start falling in love with them, and they they become someone actually whose opinion you do care about exactly. and you do take mm-hmm. on just as much as your own opinion. So mm-hmm. it's kind of an interesting progression from when you th- you think everyone else's you know everyone else's opinions are really influencing you. Then you kind of grow up and mature, and you're very you're into yourself and your own opinion of yourself. And then maybe you're finding this partner that will be a mirror to you, and and their opinion of you starts to really really matter. And not only does it just matter. But you also know that they have your best interest Mm -hmm. because I think that also adds to that dynamic because if you don't have that trust or that factor of trust, yeah, you still might want that opinion, but you're not going to fully grasp it and Mm -hmm. fully hold on to it and fully internalize it and fully take it because you have that some resonance of, "Mm, are they really... But when you where you're in that love and you know it's reciprocated Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you know that they're feeling the same as you... There is no, when they say this, is it that? It's just, you know, they have your best interests at heart. And even if you disagree with it, even if you don't think that they're right, you still understand where they're coming from and, and want to receive it. Yeah, it's counsel and advice instead exactly. of a manipulation for exactly. sure. Yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Everything that has been said, I most definitely agree with, right? But I'm, I'm going to speak to a different perspective, man, because I feel like what you two are, are speaking to is, to an extent, kind of a normal relationship, right? And I think I got to speak from a soulmate's perspective, if you don't mind me, right? No, please. I'm going to speak from that soulmate's perspective because I know that I done found my soulmate, right? And there doesn't need to be any reciprocation. There doesn't need to be any reciprocation because I'm going to give 
I'm gonna give it all, regardless of if it's reciprocated or not. I trust and I believe, and I know what time it is with my girl. And what I want to touch on that is when I was saying that it's going to be reciprocated, it's not that you need it to be reciprocated. Right. But the fact is that they love you as much as they do and just as much as you do, you know it will be reciprocated. Not that it needs to be or that you're expecting it to be. You're just going to give your love. Right. But the fact that they love you just as much, they they, they feel like they have, not even that they feel like they have to, they want to reciprocate that love to you back that's what i meant by that and, and okay. you know can, what I mean? can, can right. i add on to that i, I kind of want to touch on a little bit of what b- both brother left said and d-ray because uh i that's when i kind of really understood the concept of love when i myself i'm a cheap human being you know what i'm saying <laughs> I, I, i'll take you out to eat because i like to eat but when it comes to taking you out to do things that require me to pay for you that wasn't <laughs> me and when my first step when i understood love is when I started planning expensive or money-based things, not because I wasn't thinking about the money. I wasn't, the, the money, you know, I'm, I'm a cheap person, so I think about the money, but I don't, wasn't thinking about the money I was spending. I took her, when I, I took her, I bought a, her John Legend tickets when John Legend first had that song out about, you know, him and Chrissy Teigen, because I knew that was her favorite song. I, the money concept wasn't there, and I wasn't looking for reciprocation because I just wanted to see the smile on her face, but... But that with, is some reciprocation. But Your but gratitude. with no no. But with that, to me, when I mm-hmm. took her on that, she realized how much I was ki- really feeling for her, and she already had shit planned. Where she took us to Vegas, she planned a full trip to mm-hmm. Vegas, had everything paid for, and she wouldn't let me pay because one of my concepts of this book I really love is called the Five Languages of Love, yeah. and um, part of the Five Languages of Love is how do you specifically show love, and one of my aspects of showing love is my money. I'm not rich. I don't have hella money. And to me, me wanting to spend money on you shows that I care with care for you more than anybody. And one of her languages of love isn't money, which is something I love. It's just her doing things with me, going to a walk, going on stuff like that was her reciprocation of her love to me. And as I understood that, I understand that everything I've ever done and probably will do, she reciprocates in a way that she expresses love. And that's why I, I kind of have to agree with brother to left and liberal. That reciprocation is not needed. You may not even want it, but it happens because of the fact that they want to make you happy. It's all about seeing that smile, seeing that happiness, seeing that enjoyment on the other person's face without expecting something. You're not expecting something because you know that person loves you and you know they're going to give you something back in some aspect of love. I don't want to digress, but I'm going to still make this statement. I don't believe there is no there is any such thing as a selfless act. And so that's why because even because even in what you were saying, you wanted to see the smile on her face. That's some gratification to you. True, true. And in the situation with love your love, you're gonna give your love, but you're giving your love because that's what you want to do. So it is not self so but I don't want to digress on a selfless act thing, but I just wanted to put that out there. But I do want to ask, or I do think it's important that we tell our viewers how long each of us been in the relationships that, that we've been in. So it gives them some um, p- parameters on where, sure. our, our, where our perspectives are coming from. Absolutely. Well, hey, I don't mind being the first to get on this, right? Because I feel like, you know, my perspective is is uncommon, right? So let me say this. I've known... My soulmate, goddammit. I've known her for about four, how long would you say, mama? 
Bro, okay, she say seven, eight. I don't. I feel like about four, five, six, man, seven, eight. Man. I don't know. <laughs> God damn it. He went from you four know, to shit, seven. Hey, we both know who's hey, right in this month, you know, right? Y'all hey, know who's right. Seven. I've so known seven. her for seven. <laughs> about, I've known her for about seven months, right? But we worked together, man. We worked together for about four months before we ever got anything cranking. You feel me? Um, and and what I did was I watched her from afar, but I also watched her real close up. Before we got intimate at all, and we were just friends and we were just coworkers, we worked together at first. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And I just watched, you know, what I'm saying her whole stilo. You feel me? That <laughs> hey, that might have been the case. God damn it! Because if you were smart, you was gonna watch me. If you were smart, you was gonna watch the killer. You know I what I'm talking it. about? You feel me? Hey, but check this out. You know what I'm saying? So I watched her from afar, but also up close. And it, it wasn't until we wasn't co-workers anymore that I pushed up on her. You feel me? With that said, I had the opportunity to watch her without us having anything going intimately. So I knew her as a professional. I knew her as a person before we even moved into anything intimately. And then when we moved into that personal ground is when things really got kinking for us. You feel me? So, and just in terms of the timeline, man, it's been about six, seven months. Okay. So, that, you know. We, and we, we know, already we know. And we know Reddy said his was four, four so and a yeah, half. Mine is a, a fully dating for four and a half, but um, I kind of got to have to, um, I have the same kind of similar story from Brother to the Left. Me and my girl, we started working together um six years ago. And for the first year and a half, she wouldn't say a single word to me. Um, she was super shy. That's a slow burn. I, I, I met her on a um on one of my presentations I was doing for work, and then uh you know I got her name, but um uh, all she would give me was a name. And for the next basically year and a half, every time I saw her in the office, she wouldn't say shit to me because she said she was too shy. I think she was saying fuck me, but whatever. Um, <laughs> and so Lily, one day uh we went to this uh, movie premiere at part of our job, and she wore this uh sexy as hell dress, and um. I pretended like I couldn't find my way to the BART station. So I had her drive nice. me to BART station. And when she dropped me off, I told her one thing. I was like, I'm going to get you before the end of this year. And that was like um, May, June. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, the reason I said that is because, uh, you know, Lana was over there clapping. But uh, I told her I was going to get her. And she she said, no, you know, it never happened, whatever, whatever. But uh, four to five months later, we in a conference. I started we, I started taking her out just to go drinking and start going on dates. Just like I, she wouldn't let me get it, so it wasn't even like it was sex. It was that's what probably made me get in the relationship. She made me just get to know her. We went out to movies, we went to the bar, we went out to things we both liked. She went, she played video games with me until like Lily. One day I, I asked her a question that I've never asked a female ever in my life, and it changed my life. I was like, hey, we've been we've been kicking it for a couple months now. Uh, you want to date me? And she said yes. And from that point on, February 1st, it's been crazy ever since. Um, uh, Zane, it's on you. Okay. <laughs> Coming up on 10 years, uh, knowing my dude. I met him on a Friday the 13th uh, in July of 2007. And I, so, yeah, I met him on Friday the 13th. He lived in apartment 1313, and he was my 13th boyfriend. <laughs> Oh, wow. And I don't normally buy into that crap, but that's a lot of information right there. That is. Uh, And I've been married to him since uh, 2010. Nice. Congrats. And uh, thank you. 
Thank you. It's been it's been good times. I have to say, it's serious now. We have two children. We own a house. <laughs> serious now. It's, it, I was about to say serious now. So it's kind of serious. It's serious at this point. It was it was casual when we met though, and we, we actually we met on the internet, and we were intimate from the first day that we met, which everyone says is a mistake, but uh, it worked out okay from our end. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. So it's a little different, yeah, from other people. So we all have, uh, like I said, vast different perspectives. The question I do want to ask: How long have you been dating? Oh, uh, oh yeah, I forgot. I, I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't include myself. My bad. Put your data in there, yeah, dude. Come on now, bro. Host, man, we got to hear from the host. What's up? What's, what's up with your program, brother? <laughs> Mine is five years. Yeah, five years. There's been great times. There's been some hard times. I'm gonna be real, because yeah. every relationship is gonna have their ups and downs. And if you make it through the downs, that's when you really know that it's worthwhile. You know what I'm saying? Because it makes your relationship exactly. That's those are gonna be the times that that really test the will of the relationship. And if it's strong enough, you make it through it. That that leads me to one thing I do want to say. If I don't make sure I don't get it through anywhere else, is the the concept, yeah, even if you believe in soulmates or not, relationships take work. And if you don't believe they take work, the divorce rate wouldn't be as low as it is if as it low? didn't. Or, I mean, that's high. I'm rather, I'm sorry. The, the, the non-divorce rate wouldn't be as low. The divorce rate wouldn't be as high um, if it didn't take work. So Something like 70% to get divorced in the first two to three years. And so that's, and, and so that's I just wanted to make sure I, I put that out there because that's something I really believe in that and that's why I kind of, which actually perfect segue leads me into the next question is why we brought it up somewhat, but I want to get other people's perspectives. I already gave minds about soulmates. Is that something that you believe in? Because as I stated, I don't, because I think it takes, I think, that, well, put it this way. When people say soulmates, it gives the the notion that you're just destined and it will be, will be. I don't believe that. I believe even if you you found somebody that is perfectly compatible to you, it's still going to take work, and so that's why that's why I don't necessarily believe in it because that lack of work, I don't believe exists. I believe it's always going to take work. I don't think the notion of soulmates had. I, I don't think it says anything about um, or relationships not being hard work. Mm. I just think when you talk about soulmates, we're talking about a connection, um, and we're talking about a connection that's just deeper than something that develops over time. Um, it's a no, it's a knowing, mm. um, it's a being just as love is, um, mm. it's an existence, um, it's innate. Mm. Um, and, and it, and you come to that realization once you connect. Um, and of course it develops and just like relationships work and take time. I, I don't think that just because, you know, you're soulmates, it doesn't mean that, you know, you won't have challenges or, um, relationships um, won't take work. I just, when I think about soulmates, it's just a mm. connection um, and it's something that's automatic and it's something that is rare. And, mm. and so I'm looking at um, those attributes, not things that, because relationships to me and soulmates, those are two separate categories. Yeah. Absolutely. This is brother to the left. I'm, I'm going to piggyback on sister to the left that just spoke. And, uh, well, you know, what I would like to add is that there's just something in every bone in your body, man. When you're talking about soulmates, there's something that everything in you that just, you know what I'm saying? When we've been in a situation where we've been engaging and interacting, there was just something in me that was like, this is my wife talking. 
This is my wife talking to me right now. And there was something in my motherfucking Damn. legs. There's something in my goddamn elbows. There's something in my mind that's just like, everything in me is like, this is who is speaking to me right now. And I think that's, that's the difference right. between a, a goddamn soulmate and somebody that you're dealing with that you're content with, mm. you know. And so when she speaks to me, man, there's something in my motherfucking toes that says, this is the woman I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. I'm watching her face and you're right there, yeah. brother. You know, and you, straight <laughs> yeah, up, straight that's up, that's right? And when you know, you know. And I'm going to say as as a bystander, like just, and this is my first time meeting her. Is like, you can tell that you both feel it, and you both, it is, it is the realest thing to you. As I, I can tell that it's the realest thing. Is is real? Is as real as as we're talking right now? As for you guys, it's knowing, and it's like you said, it's right. knowing. Is there's no question? There's no. It's not. It's not faith. It's for you guys. Is knowing. Is right. there's there's a right. difference, and I can tell that. That's I can see it. So I was like, just meeting you two right now. I, I met brother to the left before, but meeting you tonight also, sister to the left. Like, what that tells me is, um, I don't, I didn't necessarily marry my soulmate. Um, I don't think I have a soulmate. Um, or if I do, I haven't met them, and I think I'm peaceful about that because mm. I'm married and love and have children with someone that is my best friend. But we we got to know each other over time. It took a while to figure out our stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you can get to a deep level. Mm-hmm. But that the thing where you instantly click with someone, I think that is quite rare, like you were saying. But just because you personally haven't seen it doesn't mean it don't exist. Exactly. <laughs> and I think that's I'm I'm on I'm on the same space as Ms. Jane is is that I don't think I've met my soulmate, and I I don't know if I ever, based on your experience, I don't I know I haven't. Because if I did, I wouldn't have known. And so, but I do think I'm in a good relationship and I think I'm in a good place and I think I'm happy. I don't think I know I'm happy where I am. And I guess just as you said, did it take work? Yeah. But I don't think, I've been in other relationships where I don't think no matter how much work I put in, it would work. Right. Uh Uh-huh. And and, and be content and happy. So that's why I know it's different. Right, it is. And when you talk about um, just soulmates or love in general, everything is subjective Mm -hmm. to a new experience gives you a perspective. Yeah. And then once you reflect, you can be objective and see things from a different light. Mm -hmm. Um, And and just because you um, haven't met your soulmate, you know, I'm not saying at all that it doesn't mean that you can't get into a relationship Mm -hmm. with someone Mm -hmm. that you are compatible with, that you develop a connection with over time um, and that you can live the rest of your lives with. But I think um, to a certain extent, um, that's the difference between um, settling Mm -hmm. and not. And and what I said, and what I mean by that is that um, in life, and, and in love, a lot of us, you know, we're ambitious, we have goals, we have a lot of things that we want. Um, and so once you find that person that you are compatible with and that you develop a connection with, I mean, myself, I've done it too. You, there's no, if you are connected with that person and you're compatible, why not have a lasting relationship? Yeah. Because what are the odds of meeting your soulmate? Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't know unless you experienced it. So yeah. it's like you don't miss what you've never had. But exactly. now that I've met brother to the left, I know that 
everything that has um, all the relationships that I've had before were settling. Yeah. Because mm. this is completely different. And, and that's yeah. you. You both seem completely plugged into how precious it is too, which is amazing. It's very moving actually to see that. If if you haven't listened to Brothers of Left Part One, our Brothers of Left and Love Part One, and Brothers of Left Part Two, he echoes those same sentiments. Independent of her, she wasn't here when we did that podcast, and then the fact that she like they're marrying each other, it's 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 endearing. It's 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 like you said, it's something precious that it is. I think it's very rare to find, and the fact that she found it is. Is, is just wonderful. And, I, and I'm and i glad that you guys are here to share it on the podcast as well and that we're getting to share in it as a result of, of recording it. And one, one more comment. Um, I actually think you're totally right about what you said about settling Sisters to the Left. I think, I think there's, because the way that the way it works here in the u.s like there's a huge pressure to find your your buddy or your partner your spouse like you know if you're not if you're not in a relationship there's something weird about you um Mm -hmm. and i think that does make us want to find someone with whom we can make it work at whatever level um and i think you know you guys finding the connection that you did without a lot of like you know negotiation into it i think i think um i think you're right and i i think i'm gonna have to say i'm a proud settler um, <laughs> but i think i think you're right and i and i saw i saw you were putting the word out and kind of thinking like what is it going to mean if i say that, right. that other kinds of relationships are settling but i i think it's true and i think it's i i i like that you named it it makes me think deeply about it mm-hmm. and um it made me feel okay about it because not a, i think not everyone gets to meet their soulmate right and i agree with that too 100 mm-hmm. percent. and that, like i said i i, I your sentiments as well as like i said i don't i didn't find it um i didn't be get offend, offended by what you said because because I, I do like i said i think it's so rare that you could spend your whole life waiting for that and never find it right. and then be unhappy because you could have had a happy relationship mm-hmm. that you didn't settle for right so, so but go ahead I mean, good. No, finish your thought because mine's going to be completely different. No, go ahead. <laughs> so I was going to say I'm conflicted. I'm very happy for the brother and sister to the left. Y'all awesome. And it's, I, I, I can I, I can almost see the love. It's beautiful. Oh, he had a, he had a, oh, yeah. Oh, here comes. <laughs> but the passion I, changes. I, like, the reason why I say I'm, I'm conflicted is it's simple because when it comes to, I, I, I only use my own personal experience because I can't judge anything else. Um, when it comes to my current girl I date, I don't really, I'm not the person that believes in marriage. So, but I do believe in being with you forever. When we first, when we first started doing, like, even when I first met her, I, I, I told one of my coworkers, which was also one of my friends, that I'm going to get her. I knew from the minute I met her that she was going to be mine in some way or some capacity. And from what she tells me is from the first day I talked to her, she, I was always on her mind. So when I go with that, I, like I wasn't, I when I went after her, my concept was never I want to be with you. It was never even to date you. It was never that concept. It somehow developed into that, and and we laugh about it today because my concept was straight get the cookie and and run. That's what I wanted to wow. do. And I'm I'm I, she knows this. This was never a um. I told her this by the second date that I just want the cookie and ran. I respect your bluntness, bro. Thank you. Because <laughs> <laughs> cause it's worked for me. And your honesty. You know, I mean, I've, I've been in relationships before and all with the relationships before never were good. Mm-hmm. And nothing about them were good, but I never saw it when I was in them. 
But then as I started trying to get her, trying to get the cookie, because she wouldn't let me get it. <laughs> the cookie jar was so tight. It had like six padlocks on it. Like, shit. Like, months went by. And, and she got me to the point where I cut off other females, which I had never done before. Mm. Never was, done before. That was brought up on She got me one. before I asked her to even date me. And then the, the concept of me, she's the only female. I'm, I'll give y'all a clue on my age right now. I'm going to be real. It's 29 right now. I've never asked a female out of my life until her. Wow. But I don't want to get married, and she knows this. But the fucked up part is I would get married to her if I knew it would make her happy and it was something that I was ready for. That's and with that, that L word coming through. That's that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> because I know I love her, but again, that's why I say I'm conflicted because how you explain what you felt as a soulmate to me is not even close to the concept of what I felt. But as as well Miss Jane said, I don't feel like I'm settling because everything about what she makes me feel is not only something I've never felt before, but something that I didn't know I needed until I felt it. Oh, so now I know without help. it, I wouldn't be complete without it. So that's why oh, I say I'm conflicted like between so two. To me. <laughs> hey, from from personal experience, man, I gotta tell you something about me and my girl, man. Is what really woke me up about her is exactly what you're talking about. Is the fact that I didn't realize that there was something I needed or something that I was lacking until she provided me with that. I'm with it. So, you know, not to speak too much to your situation, because it could be or could not be. But for me, you know, man, I knew what time it was with me and my girl because she provided me with something that I had never had. And more importantly, something that I didn't even realize I was lacking. I love that. I I really do. You fill each other up like... If we're and she ain't talking about in the sexual way <laughs> for all those <laughs> listeners no. out there that's but thinking that. That's though, always fun. I'm that's most I most definitely fill her up sexually. You understand me? <laughs> God damn it! Nah, I'm fucking with you. Go ahead. You mama, may not be ahead. able to tell, but they both blushing right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I was gonna say, if, if we're speaking in terms of um, just something that's physical that you can see, like a glass of like a glass of water or. Um, I say that because it's transparent, and that's mm-hmm. what I think of when I think of love. I like uh, side note, I think of uh, transparency and vulnerability mm, um, and openness and submission. Um, but Because like as Bruce Lee said, you put water in a teapot, it's a teapot. <laughs> you put water in a cup, it's a cup. It makes the shape, and it's flexible, and it's that's submitting to the shape of what it's in. Right. Um, and, and so when I, when I think of um, just love in general... Um, but even more specifically, the love that we have, it, it fills you up. And if you're thinking, if, if you're trying to picture that, then just, you know, picture something that is full. Mm. Um, and, and that's that's how you feel full, like when you ate just the best meal ever. Um. <laughs> but I agree with that. But I have to go back to something my, my brother said mm. um, a while ago. You don't know what you don't know to you to you know it. Right. And, and we kind of can touch on what, what you're say. saying. Yeah. Like if, if you mm. don't like I thought times in the past I had a concept of love but when I really felt love I understood that that wasn't love and that was just some, that was more lust than love <coughs> that it was different but you do yeah. have a concept of love now yes Be, no even oh. before because okay. you love your family members right 
Yeah, it's but a I, different I love, okay, yeah, yeah. but it's still a concept of yes, love, ma'am. right? Correct. Yeah. And if we think about how we define things, oftentimes in life, we define things in terms of their opposites anyway. That's and true. so that helps us to conceptualize things. For example, have you, if you've experienced happiness, then it's easy to conceptualize or to understand sadness. Mm-hmm. Um, and But for me, when I think about our love, I try not to talk about, um, and this is just when we're talking about the, the feeling of fullness and what love brings to you. When I think about our love, for me, because when I think about happiness, I know that the antonym is unhappiness. Mm-hmm. I like to give our love, um, for me, when I describe it, it's it's joy. Because when you think about joy, what is the opposite? You can say maybe pain. You can say a lot of things. But f- for me, you can't really define it. Um, and happiness a lot of times depends on what happens. Mm-hmm. And so if the relation in the relationship is something happens that does not make you feel good or is not um, good for the relationship, then it, it can tend to sway things. And I feel like what we have is so much greater than that. And that's what that brings me to a question that that I have. And it goes, would you would you compromise your happiness for the success of the relationship? And, you know, for me, where I'm at with this whole love thing is I would most definitely compromise everything. I would compromise everything for the happiness of my girl. God damn it. Can can it it ain't just because she's she's sitting here right next to me. If you heard part one, then you understand what I'm saying is real. Yeah, I would compromise everything for the happiness of her because I get joy out of seeing her being happy. So with that, the reason why I was trying to hit that earlier, because is it truly compromised if what you're doing? The, the question you asked was, would you compromise your happiness for the good of the relationship? Correct. Mm-hmm. So in my concept of how I've been experienced with what I've been going through, if I'm me compromising my happiness wouldn't make my relationship better. So I've seen that it's so my, my, my thought of that, what you're asking is if she, my, my significant other wants to do something that may not be something I actively enjoy, would I still do that? That's what I'm getting the question as. That's like if it can be interpreted, my, my interpreted girl in likes Grey's Anatomy and I absolutely hate the show. Would I watch the show to make her happy? Yes. But that doesn't kill my happiness. Is, is this a different kind of happiness? Before, yes. I would rather watch anime, rather watch Marvel, rather watch But that DCs. is compromising your happiness. It, but no, I don't say it's happiness. I believe it's a compromise because I can be happy seeing her watch her show and under trying to understand why she's watching it and I'm still happy but no but that, this is the reason happiness. no but right. this is the reason why it's a compromising yeah. of your okay. happiness well no because, I can't even say empathy because empathy sensitive to to me it's not even that because if you're not happy because I'm watching this it has nothing to do with me that's you specifically this is specifically so we're talking about you yeah so I'm saying I'm happy at this show you enjoy in general I watch it and if you're not happy for me watching it I'm still happy because you're watching something you enjoy so that's that's why I says it's, it's it's different because even if she doesn't care that I don't that I'm compromising and watching it, I'm still happy because they're watching. It. She's watching something she enjoys. So you're saying what makes her happy makes you happy. So it wouldn't and, be a compromise. Yes. Okay. I know I said it's so complicated. Sorry. <laughs> so um, I'm a I'm gonna jump in as the married lady. Um, I have done that before. Compromise my happiness for what I thought was the good of the relationship, and we wound up in counseling. So I'd say the impulse to go there is very natural that you'll overcommit or you'll compromise a boundary or you'll you'll 
agree to something for the relationship that you think you can hack for a while because the other person wants it or needs it or there's some other situation. Um, but you're, but then you start running at a diminished capacity and that's a bill you have to pay eventually. Um, maybe you'll work it out within the context of the relationship, but you will, you will find yourself at a, at a critical point of unhappiness if you've given a lot of things away. And that's, that's where I was, and that's where I was going is because in, in, in the case of ready, the, the way I interpret it is you are still compromising your happiness because if you're, you're not, well, let me say this. It, it comes, I, I believe that it, it is compromising your happiness because you'd be truly happier doing something that you would want to do. And I'm not saying it's a, it's not, it's, I think it's okay to compromise I can feel that. your happiness in some regards, but there is a, like I always say about everything, it's about a balance. And that's what I believe Ms. Jane is coming to is that, Yes, at times you are going to compromise your happiness for the sake of the relationship, but there is a point where you can compromise too much and it instead of helping the relationship is hurting the relationship. Then and yes, on it the costs flip side, more and not yeah, less. exactly. Can, can I ask when that f- cost benefit changes though? Because I'm just I'm, as a curiosity, I'm just wondering when it's going to be on. It's going to be on. A, it's going to be on a relationship to relationship basis, a case to case basis, on an in situation situation basis, and it's going to even come down to what's going on in your life at that time. Like even on that per that second, like you can have, you can be angry at something at work and you compromising your happiness for the sake of the relationship. Adding on top of that other shit you dealing with is what causes a rift that is bigger than what if you would have just did what you makes you happy to kind of even you out. Like, that's what I mean. Like, so that's what I don't think it's, is is that easy to easy? So that's what I'm yeah, saying. Like, so for me, for, for for me, what I would say based on that this question, and then I'll let F and Maddie get in, is that it, it's about a balance. It's about there are going to be situations where you're going to compromise your happiness, but it should never come come at to the complete cost of 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 making the relationship worse. You have to have some happiness in yourself, and that's why at the end of the day, you have to realize a relationship. You're two separate people. You're not one. I agree with that. You know what I'm saying? You, you're, you're not one. You're two separate people that mesh and you work well together and you might even complement yourself so perfectly. Pieces of a puzzle, right? But exactly. But there's two it's separate two pieces. pieces yeah. And so you have to take that into account and you have to, you have to be very cognizant of that. Um, at least that's what I've experienced in my relationships. When I sacrificed my happiness to a degree or changed who I am, Oh, yeah, to that, me, that's a whole nother then, level. Then, 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 you know what I'm saying? Then it, it came at a cost, and the cost was worse. But I feel you just added change. When 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 someone tries to be changed and they're not willing to be changed, that's never going to be good for a relationship. Like, I believe the only, in, in general, with a relationship or a human being in general, but that's change is not going to happen unless you willing, you want it to happen. If someone tried to force you change, it's usually what I call the fake change. Mm-hmm. It's I'm going to show you this is what's different with me, but I'm still the same because my concept, my mind, my thoughts are still the same, but you're just seeing this. That causes dissent. That causes hatred. That resentment. causes resentment. That I'm causes gonna, all that I'm shit. I'm going to jump in on that, right? Well, let, let F and Maddie but get we, in. We, we most minute. definitely got to let F and Maddie get in this thing because he, you know, okay? he's been real silent. Yeah. He's been real silent man so and we, and we need to get, get in here one time and we need to get the sing the, the sing the single person's perspective I'm about to forget what i'm about to say if you keep talking okay. 
right, all right. It's um, it was a little situation I was in. It was about um last summer actually. Um, this this female, I guess it was like minor day courting, like you know, just you know, messing with each other. That's that's what you want to call it, right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> we can right, classify it like, as that. Like you guys were saying, like she, you know, you know, oh, I want to see this movie. I'm like, okay, let's go. Like, but then she'll say something like she started like like picking up my signals, like like she was like, um, you you're not excited about it, you know what I'm saying? You're not happy. I'm like, well. I take that as what you want me to do, like like have a fireworks show, like yay, let's you know what I'm saying, like what do you like? Okay, like I'm I'm I, I think I'm compromising. I'm, I'm I thought I was being the being a good person in the relationship. That's what you. Well, it, it was the, the yeah, you know what I'm saying, like like this is what kind of person I am, and, and now you throwing it in my like well, so what do you you know what I'm saying, like because I know what whatever I want to do, you know what I'm saying. I'm pretty sure you're not into it either, so it's like I mean. But was this the first date? No, it wasn't. That's what okay. I'm saying. This is this, this is this is like multiple. This is like you know what I'm saying. Like like she she's she's getting my reads. She's starting to you know what I'm saying. When, like, what, what number are we at? Like like date wise, like five six. This roundabout. I'm just curious. Oh, let me see. The Warriors won it in 2015, so it was uh that July uh that that Fourth of July weekend. I met her, and this was just last year. Okay, so it's, it's it was, some time in. This is a good little time. Yeah, you know, and then. She started, and I, I, I started like looking at her, like, damn, she's starting to catch my, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I might have to back on, you know? But, uh, but then that kind of, that, 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 something like that really did annoy me. Like, you know, I'm, I'm compromised. I really am compromising right now, you know what I'm saying? And, and now you, like, you don't, you're not, ex- not, now it's not good enough. Like, like, cause I'm not excited for it. Like, like, you are, like, what you want me to do? Like, like, you know, and I, I think that speaks to the to the levels of this thing, man. Because there there's most definitely levels in relationships. That's for sure. And you know, if I could speak real candidly, you know, if I speak to F and Maddie's situation, that just sounds like a goddamn buckethead you was dealing with. <laughs> you was not dealing that with no more. One man, that wasn't Joe. You know, that's just a female you was dealing with, brother. That, yeah, that, that's why it was right? a year of course. So yeah. it, it, it comes down to a, a person to person basis, right? In terms of is this someone that you just dealing with that you having fun with? Is this someone that you can be t- content with for the rest of your life? Or just your soulmate, man. So, you know but that was like one of like many red flags. Like okay, yeah. 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 Like, so and, but and, she don't even know. She don't even know. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, like right. I'm, I'm just like yeah. like the checklist. Been, if we ever had a checklist, it's it's been you know what I'm saying like 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 yeah. It's, it's, it's a bunch it's, of red flags on you. It sounds Absolutely. like the woman. It sounds like the woman you were dating was suffering from this other big message i think that especially women are raised with like the right man is going to share all of your interests that's just not even true at all yeah no like what yeah because like also what uh what d-ray was saying like there's two of you like it is cool if you have like a couple things that you're both into but then you also have your separate interests like you don't you don't gotta throw a parade about the movie you for for it to be okay like yeah. you can, the fact that you the yeah. fact that you're willing to go should be that that should, should work yeah. like like yeah. count for something now, now, for sure. instance yeah, now it would we saw we, we saw our, we we saw the Amy Amy Winehouse documentary we paid money for that <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to see it or I was not interested in, in it at all I'm like, all right let's go I sat through it like you know my sister's really big into Amy Winehouse and that kind of like you know caught me because it's 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 right there because it's my sister and stuff so like and it's like 
I was not I was not enthusiastic about it. I, I didn't want to go see it at all, but I just went to see it just because that's what she wanted to see. I said, like, oh, you're really excited. Okay, let's go. Like, you know, but it, it, it was... Now, the only... Did, but it was a horrible most, movie, but you I, did more now, than the, most. The only caveat I say that would give her some credence for that reaction is if you were bitching about it the whole way. I like, was not as, bitching as, about as, it. As soon as she said it, you're like, fuck, I don't want to see that shit. No, I all was right, not. Well, I, I was like, okay. Like, now, if you said that, then that'd be different. But, but the fact... And, 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 and it's already a year in. He said it was about a year in. So, I, I can't give that any... That was one of the first couple days. I, I, can't, I yeah. can't give it nothing. Because six months in, you're in the honeymoon phase. Everything is wonderful. Everything's fun. Sex is great. All that shit is awesome. But after you hit that six to eight months, some people go nine. I'll give it. Sure, fine. But after that, you start understanding who the person really is, or you put on blinders. Like, my girl wasn't in no disillusion when she asked me to go to see some, like, random, like, chick flick movie when I was like, yeah, I really want to see this, but we can go see this. She wasn't in disillusion because she knew I didn't want to see it. She was just on the concept of he'll see it because he's with me. And when I sent her to Marvel and DC movies, you know, I made her go see Doctor Strange and those kind of movies. I know she didn't like that shit, but again, it's that compromise that I don't need to be disillusioned about that she doesn't completely enjoy, right, but right. she does it for me. And that that's that transparency, man. That water. That's that. Like sister to the left hey, hand. That man, water. That's hey, goddamn it, that motherfucking water, right? Because it's clearer than a motherfucker. You can see right through that thing, right? There's no preconceived notions. There's nothing hidden there. It is what it is. You know where your partner's at with it, and you know if your partner's feeling it or if they're not, and you know if they're gonna sacrifice or if they're not, right? And that brings me, because I do have to segue music into every podcast somehow, somehow, some way. The Waters, another Mick Jenkins album, excellent concept album. If you haven't checked it out, check it out. I brought up uh, the healing component on the last one, so I'll bring up The Waters on this one since we're talking about The Waters. But I do want to segue this into some other, um, some topics or some questions that I want to ask regarding relationships. And a question that we got into last time, but I want to get the female's perspective on it. Uh, because I took a lot of heat. I took a lot of heat about it, and it's about that sex question. And I said, mm. "Exactly." See, the see the reaction <laughs> I got. The what and what I said is, what I said is, sex is an important part of a relationship, but it should Amen. not. Be, it should not be the end all, be all. It should not be the number one, but it should be. It is something that needs to be considered. And top three. Top three. Thank. You. Okay. So, yep. It's Confirmation. <laughs> I because that's all I wanted is just because, like I said, I don't think it's the most important, but it, it is, is important because you have to be you have to be in sync. Because, like I said, like I bring up on part two is if you on one far extreme of sexual libido and the other person's on the other far extreme, no matter how much y'all make that try to make that work, it's not gonna work. Yeah, you're both gonna be living in pain exactly unnecessarily. Agree, right? And since I got my girl right here to the left of me, this brother to the left, I got my. Now, actually, she's to the right, but I'm going I'm to speak on to the, to the left, the right? right. right. She's sister to the, to the right at the moment, right? But, uh, let, let's, shit, we're going to let her spark this thing off on the sexual, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, the sexual, um, Dimension. reality of the situation. So let, let's, let's, let's let her get into it. This is my girl right here. We're going to let her speak to it. Cause I didn't got him in for sure. And we're going to let her speak to how the shit then went. Uh, well, I think that sex can play an important part of the relationship. But 
when you think about longevity um, and you think about how when you get to a certain point, if you're thinking about being in that in a relationship with a person for a lifetime, then you know things get old. So for me, when I think about um, just the the sexual part of the relationship, um, I think that, uh, well, chemistry is an important part, but also there are certain things that connect you before the sex even um, or before you even get to the phase of sex. And those are the things that make it great. Miss Sister to the Left, can I ask, can I ask you a question then? <laughs> to the right. Uh, I, 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 I rather do like the sister to the right because she's on your right side, but I'm going to give you the name. I just want to right hand. I love it. You, and see, that's why I feel you. Can we rename her the sister to the right? Is everybody in unison with that, bro? Yeah. Thought it was already so we, we, got, we got two. What, what, what? If, I, if I'm brother to the left, she could be sister to the right. It makes God more sense. It. I love it. Sister to the right. I'm going to go to your point. We got the left, we got the right. That's why it makes more sense. Okay, sister to the right. Let me ask you a question. So. Yes, fantasy. sex fate. <laughs> yes. Oh, it, it has to. Not because, saying that it's not important at all, but I'm but, just speaking not just from a temporary perspective. But not that, that a nigga ain't laid it down. You understand? Hold on, hold on, no, hold on, hold on brother left. <laughs> so no, no, 100% sex is important. I'm to be modest, okay? <laughs> sex is important in all capacity of the relationship, but I want, I want to hit one point you said, so... Yes, sex may fade, but intimacy intimacy should never. Right, and that is the yes. di- that's a difference. Yeah, and intimacy, like like when when I say guys, intimacy can lead to sex, but intimacy doesn't always have to be about sex. It's part of that. What? Hold on, hold on, brother to the left. I want I want hit sister to the right one time, one time. So with, with the intimacy, that that to me, as you get older mm-hmm. and in sex fades, mm-hmm. that should grow because intimacy is all about learning. Feeling and wanting to be in the other space of the other person. So when right. I, my question to you is, mm-hmm. is when sex fades, if intimacy doesn't grow, can a relationship still last in your opinion? Intimacy has to grow. For me, that's not an option. Our intimacy grows moment by moment. Um, every time we're in each other's presence. So, I mean, I would have to kind of circumvent that question because for me, our intimacy grows. Um sexually and otherwise it's it's bigger than that it's mentally it's spiritually it's emotionally it's it's a soul connection all aspects of your being all aspects of my being and that's why we are soulmates agreed agreed the intimacy grows definitely once you get on this right but i i gotta speak to this before before you even get on it right and that's for, for just for me but i was making love to her before i even touched her body and I said, I was making love to her goddamn mind, right? That's a beautiful Just concept. by my language, just by the way I moved, just by my swag. I was making love to her before we even touched. Like she said, that vulnerability. Right. Right. And, and it, right. And then to an extent, I had to be vulnerable. I had to let that vein out, right? That vein that, that you know what I'm saying, that, I, you know, I had to let myself be vulnerable in the, in the, in the way that I had not been vulnerable before. And that that's all sexual, man. Whether you were whether willing to accept it or not, right? I was making love to her mind before we ever even touched. But see, that shows you that sexuality is not just about the body, and right. that's what a lot of people agree. And, and that's agree. what I tried to bring up last yeah. time. When, when <laughs> sexuality is like one of the things I love about my girl the most is I'm a talkative person, as y'all all seem to know. And if I can't have a real conversation with you, to me, it's not sexy. 
because I, I like to talk to you. I want to I want to know about your opinions. I want to know about your thoughts. I want you to challenge my opinions. I want you to challenge my thoughts. And if you can't do to me, do that to me. That 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 goes back to what uh, Sister DeWright was saying. Sexuality, like we don't even have to have sex for me to have, really want to fuck the shit out of you. Because I want your mind just just did some other shit to me because of the conversation we can have. And I hold on, I want to turn over to to, to Miss Jane because Miss Jane's been waiting so patiently to get some knowledge real quick. Oh, thank you, thank you, Ready. Um, I was just gonna bounce off of what's to the right was saying that um, I completely agree. Ten years in, that the intimacy continues to grow. I learned something new about that guy like three days ago. Mm-hmm. Like it was, <laughs> it yeah. keeps pushing and. Yeah. Um, that can bring you a lot of joy even in times when your sexuality changes for some reason. Like uh, straight up after the children Kids, were born both right? times, yeah. there's a there's a period where your body literally is not yours mm. to share how you want to. And that that's a, that's a tough time in a relationship. It, ch- it changes really dramatically and you, you got to you got to be patient with that process. Um, but that actually became a part of the intimacy, even though the physical intimacy was on a, was on a, a break because of the birth of the children. Mm-hmm. Um, we were getting to know each other in, in new roles right. and new realms, watching each other do new work. Mm-hmm. And so the, the, the bonding and the um, combination of yourself with somebody else was actually at a very intense point even right. then. It opens up uh, different levels uh, for you to connect. Yeah, for That's sure. psyche, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But you want to give that single comp- comp- component to it? Because, you know, we, we we all in this relationship concept. All right. I'm, I'm alert. But um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think love and, and lust in this day and age are, like, really, like, people really do, like, confuse the two to make you not want to be in a relationship. Make you not want to. Like, I don't understand, like, how you have a child with somebody and you realize after you have a child with them that they ain't shit. Like, like, what, 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 you didn't see the signs? Like, what do you, what do you mean? Like, you know, it, Ooh, now you're stuck with them for the rest of your life. Not 18 years, the rest of your life, regardless, you know? Um, like, All right, Kanye. <laughs> 18 years. Yeah, but Kanye, he's so arrogant that he... he, he 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 didn't listen to his advice. You know what I'm saying? Like he's he's having he was having a, a beef with himself. Like that, that's how yeah that's how genius he is. Like I, like look look at but you know he's still doing his thing. But you know but, uh, um I still don't appreciate that concert. <laughs> but um yeah um he's got a little less, bit better like, since then, bro. Like like I, I think any everybody knows somebody a couple people you know that you know just. You, I think you know, it's it's more of a, the 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 image or the person that you know what I'm saying like the glitz and glamour you know what I'm saying like that 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 why you want to be with somebody nowadays like more than just like I think it's a mixture of that and just the idea of love like right. just think about like 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 you know you, you just want you you make a baby with somebody you, you want to start a life with somebody like 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 what can they what can they teach what to, what can this man or this woman teach you know. Their kids, like what, 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 like, like stability, like, like, can they, like, stuff like that, like, like, it's, so I don't know, you know, it's, it's really hard to be in a relationship, you know, from the, the single side. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> that is damn near impossible sometimes. This is that, that kind of gears me to one of the questions that I have is what's the single most important thing for a relationship to be successful? Hmm. That's a hmm. great question. I feel like that that question is 
Because it's I have a, I, from the premise, man. There is no single most important thing. There's just random for me. There's for more me, than one key. important for thing. For me, I man. think for me, if I what I would say is communication. That to me is this if if I if I had to pick one, that would be the one I would pick. Because if you can properly communicate what you want, what you need, what you're expecting, and that other person can do the same and you both receive it, because communication is not just getting your point across, is that they understand it as well as they get their point across and you understand it and you receive it, that if you can get that across, that can solve a good majority of the, it's not going to, I'm not going to say it's going to make your relationship work, but I think if you have good communication, that can solve a, on, a, a myriad of, of, of hold on, issues. Hold on, D-Ray. Like, yeah, like communication for me, that should be like a foundation. That, that should be like, you know, like that shouldn't even be like in question. You should already know, like just, but, talking to somebody, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, I'm it's just. It's not that easy, though. Exactly. I, mean, I don't think so because a lot of people have pro- issues you, with communicating you, 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 and, and, and you, saying you what is wrong with them. You need yep. to pick it up yep. then. Because, but no, you, you because think like, about it. Think about when you. In, in both situations, and I'm not even going to pick a sex, you, you got person A, you got person B. Person A says, What's wrong with person B? Person B says, Nothing. But there's something wrong with person B. And person A is the cause of that. That's not good communication. I think you it really boils down Why to you didn't pick that up? to understanding more so even than communication because mm-hmm. you can communicate all day and if you don't put an adjective before communication, what kind of communication? Open communication. Well, good communication, Reciprocal proper communication. communication. Yeah. Good is you know subjective. So, like, what kind of communication? I think really it boils down to um, understanding. So, sister, mm-hmm. I kind of got. I have to agree a little bit with that, but I also got to say empathy. Because that's uh, root, what to I me, mean when to, I say understanding. Too, okay, though. then yeah. then then if if, we, it, if, if that's it, the same concept, then yeah, because yeah. if, if we we on that same page, then yeah, because I, I believe communication is a point, but you can you can speak to your blue in the face. But if I can understand the feelings, you're but that's you what have, I qualified it with. I said but, that when you, see, what I said was that, proper said, communication you, your is you understanding what I, I'm telling you, what I'm saying, that's and you making, understand it. But you're adding complexity to communication because communication itself is just being able to purely understand the word you're saying to another person but when it comes to empathy empathy it's not just the words because it doesn't have to be words in any capacity it doesn't have to be communication it could be i left the dish tag the dish communication right doesn't mean have to mean words either and, and i agree but, with that hey, but if empathy, I can, if I can. communication is just but, understanding the but, message that you're trying to get yeah, but empathy is even more than that though yeah right that's what i mean but I, I gotta say empathy is more than that because it's not even sometimes a lot of times we don't Try to communicate nothing. We, we we're doing everything in our power not yeah. to make communication. It sounds forward. like this is all under one umbrella. That's, nah, nah, that's what me, I'm trying to get at. Okay, how about how about this? How about this? Matter, do your thing. I'm gonna speak my mind real quick. Do your thing, though, brother. I guess uh, besides the, the the communication, which is a foundation, like one of the foundations, mm-hmm. um, spontaneity. Sp- oh, that's but look, but hey, this the wild card factor. You know what I'm saying? Like that's and that's real. Just keep it spicy. You know nah, nah, yeah, nah, nah, nah. Let me let me walk it back just a it's, little it's bit. It's Tuesday. Though. You come off of working like what? Like why'd you do this? What? The I same love, old. The same old gets like boring every day. And pe- people, that's that's a that's a great way where people fall out of love. Like yeah. we know Monday through Sunday we're gonna have this routine and this is all that's gonna happen. And when nothing ever changes. Eventually, you look for something to change. Right. The spontaneity right. is all of a sudden, like you said, like right. Wednesday coming. Hey, baby, let's go to the bar. Even that little bit of spontaneity is something different. It breaks up the mundane. But look, let me if if I can speak to anything tonight. Let me speak to this. 
you know, we 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 talked about communication for a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. My thoughts are about communication is that that is from my own perspective, man, is is some bullshit. Because I come from the from the gang of talkers, man. I come from the motherfuckers that just real good at talking and real good at showing to an extent. But it's not so much about what you talk. It's not so much about what you show. It's about what you show over time. And, you know, consistency, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not about what you're showing today. It's not about what you're showing tomorrow. It's about what you're showing, you know what I'm saying? And and, and it even goes past that, man. It's, it's about what, what can you see past those words? What can you see past... What what can you see in between the lines, man? Cause I man, being from where I'm from, I'm you know, talking is every goddamn thing. Your word is your is your goddamn bond. And I come from the where the motherfuckers would speak to you and, and how you think of something that's not the case. So can you see past where they speaking? Can you watch what they doing? Can you watch their body movement? Can you watch what's in between the lines? And if and if what's in between the lines is the real deal, then it's the real deal. But you're not so much listening to what they say. You're watching how they move. You're watching what they're not saying. You're watching those intangible things. And if those intangible things is reflective of what they're saying, if it's reflective of how they're moving, then it's the real deal. But communication only goes so far, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say... Uh that I agree that communication is pretty key, um, D-Ray, and especially ideally communication is going to be key. But I actually am also kind of with uh, Brother to the Left because uh, I come from a long line of people who talk very fancy, lovely words, but don't actually share anything real. It's just they just talk a big game or they talk a bunch of hot air. They're, we're communicating in the sense that we're generating uh, words, but we're not actually getting anywhere that's why i um, say em- empathy because empathy is yeah. behavior so like for me um so who's as someone who wishes that she was better at communication but is, has a terrible track record with it um for me the key like the key thing that that i could never get on without is respect um like i respect the activities of my partner i respect his mind um i respect who he is as a father um, I respect who he is as a person. I admire him and wish him well, completely separate from all the other levels that I have about him. And and I feel those same feelings from him. He cares about who I am. Like he, he respects who I am as a person, the efforts that I make, what I try to put into the world, my brain, my sense of humor, how I parent, all that kind of stuff. He respects that. So even if we're fucking up on our communication, which we do constantly, um, even if we're disagreeing on something or we're we're making a move in our career or with the children that the other one like wouldn't have thought to do the foundation of respect is there to give each other credit give each other generosity of you know the 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 whole thing so for me so for me the answer to the question would be respect okay so i really think what we're all saying (laughs) which goes back to what um my boo was saying uh, <laughs> earlier is that it, it's really difficult to kind of narrow it down to what one single foundational rule is for um, having a successful relationship. Yeah. I mean, I formed the question knowing that there is no answer. Right. Mm. And, um, but I, it gets us thinking right. at least of, of trying to find an answer. Yeah. And, and, and it got us on this path where, 
You're saying understanding. He's saying empathy. She's saying respect. You're saying authenticity. I'm saying communication. You know, that we're getting all these things. And if you put all these things together. So why form the question? (laughs) Because it got us thinking about it. Thought provoking. We're making statements about something that we already knew. Spontaneous. What's the other one? And he's saying spontaneous, yeah. Communitive. (laughs) What else? (laughs) What else? It's a lot. It's a it's a it's lot bundled in that. Respectful, oh, all yeah. that. So I'm saying, like, if you now one, now the listeners, if they take and you'll be a happy. little bit of everything that we said and we'll you apply that, it can help towards be, possibly a a longer lasting relationship and aspects that because the the other aspect about it is yeah we understand it and it seems very common or that it it should be understood and known but there's people that are in relationships that are learning this for the first time that are understanding that oh me communicating properly or me understanding how they're feeling or me having uh, empathy for them or or me having i think i have respect but is it the same respect in the manner that you were speaking to and the 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 qualities that you added to it like that adds to their having a better understanding of, you know, what a what a relationship is from these different vantage points. Ten years, four years, you know, seven, eight months, five years, you know what I'm saying? And a single person that it, it adds to their their idea of relationships. Because like you said, we all have a a bias or a basis of it, but we all don't have the same basis. Agreed, agreed, right? And I think ultimately what it comes down to is you understanding yourself. Mm-hmm. That's why you my goddamn soulmate. I don't know if y'all heard that, right? But I said, that's why that's my girl, right? Because ultimately, you got to understand yourself, man. God damn it. Mm-hmm. it we're like, fuck whatever we talking about tonight. You got to understand what resonates with you. And understand that to your core. Mm-hmm. And understand what you need to be happy. And understand what you need to be in a situation where you're moving forward. Maturity, and you know we might have touched on that tonight. Hopefully, if we done our job, if we did what we came in here planning to do, we touched on something that's gonna resonate with you. If we did not, you still know what's gonna resonate with you. But but to left, like yeah. I agree with you. Right, it's all about maturity though, because like you. You can't really understand about yourself until you mature to a level where you can understand about yourself. Absolutely. And you got to know yourself. You got to know what's a good fit for you. And, you you know, ultimately, you got to know what's going to move you forward. And if somebody's not moving you forward, they's not the one for you. Yes, sir. God damn it. You know, they can make you happy, but that complacency shit is not it, That shit is for the birds. And that's you got to be that's with somebody that's you moving single. you forward. <laughs> that's what makes you single until that one literally shoot you out the sky like you know what i'm saying you're gonna like straight you know up you straight just up keep flying somebody around that's keeping you, know you where you at somebody that's keeping you where you at you know all clear skies everything is good and then that one just bow you know and, and, and you need somebody duck, that's duck, moving duck you hunt your ass, your ass <laughs> fast if, yeah, you, if you don't saying? got like, nobody that's moving carry you your forward. ass away <laughs> if you don't shout out to don't duck have somebody that's moving you forward that shit is for the birds. You need somebody that's moving you forward. That's 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 got you in a situation where you're taking steps, you know, towards your goals, or you know, what I'm saying, bettering yourself or Being bettering your person, relationship. Yeah. If that's not the case, then that's not the one for you. Because honestly, if you're not moving forward, you're moving backwards. Yes, there's man. not really sta- like there's not really staying still. There is no middle. The only thing that's staying still is dead. Yeah. 
and, and, and I have to agree with uh, brother on left because like if, if your significant other doesn't want better for you, then they don't want better for you. And and, and I know and they don't like really they, have your back. They don't really have your back. If mm-hmm. if they if they, they can if your your good significant other should have some opposite of you in some capacities. Like I'll give you mine. My girl saw when I needed a better job in not because I wasn't happy, not because I couldn't do it, just because it was time for me to get something better. She didn't push it on me. She was like, yo, you know you deserve more. Help me understand your own worth so you do better and then you do vice versa. I, you know, She helped me get a better job by understanding I needed to look out for more. I needed to go up more, not because I wanted more money, just because I was worth more. Yeah. And then in my capacity was the other side of, hey, you're not happy at your job. Straight up. If you're not happy, why stay there? You're worth more than being unhappy every day. We can find something to make you happy. So that's why I have to really agree is a good SO, significant other, should always want better for you than you can see for yourself. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and they have to be able mm-hmm. to want better for themselves as yes. well. to want exactly. better that's for you. And that goes back to um, what Brother to the Left was saying about um, just knowing yourself and knowing yes, who you ma'am. are and being secure in who you are. Because if you're not secure in who you are, you sure can't be secure in a relationship. And that's mm-hmm. why you have a lot of insecure people in insecure relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, but I yes. think it, it, it just the bottom line is that you have to be able to elevate each other simultaneously. You have to be able to edify one another. Not grow by yourself, but grow as a couple. Absolutely. Go back to that we that we were talking about. We need to rise. We need to do better. We need to get more. As well as having, as, as you guys stated, is the understanding of, because the, as we stated in, I think it might be part two, is it was phrased as putting you in your place. But what the the emotions we we're intimating was that what we're saying is understanding what's best for you, even when you don't realize what's best for you. Mm-hmm. So that, and it can come off, as we stated, in situations where it might seem that outsider looking in is like, wow, she she's getting on you or you're getting on her. But really they understand because they're in the relationship is no, he's not getting on me. He's telling me what I need to know. Mm-hmm. She's not getting on me. She's telling me what I need to know. It, it, me as, as, as F and Maddie said last time is me going out, hanging out with my friends is not what I need to do right now. Me doing this, this, and this and staying home or whatever, which is what she's telling me is what I need to do to get me to where I want to be. Exactly. So and prioritizing your needs, mm-hmm. you know, and, and prioritizing the needs of the relationship, and having that balance right. between the two, right? And that's hard for a lot of people to to understand and and to find that balance. And I think it's it's something that's going to always be evolving and changing and being fluid. So you back to the water thing is you have to be fluid and and changing and and willing to flexible and flexible and willing to if if that river bends to the left you gotta you gotta be willing to bend to the left Mm -hmm. but not to the point where it's breaking you and compromising you absolutely for the good of what you want to build together mm -hmm. exactly as you build and you continue all all this like is like i feel like so it's like a foundation that's 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 a base and like these are like things that are taught you know more like like yeah, you don't innately know these things. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But like, like some people never get taught this these mm-hmm. kind of, these type of attributes that that you need right. to like be successful. Like, in. but th- that's why you get those people like um, D Ray was saying on the one side or the other side, where you get people all up lost in the sauce of the other significant other, where. 
they don't know how how to have their personal life only with the significant other, or you get the other side where don't know how to incorporate the significant other. So you either get that two extremes. I can't have you or I have to have all of you. And that's what people have so much of an issue with where people say, I haven't seen you in six, seven, eight months is because you got lost in the sauce. Or I see you all the time. When do you spend the time with your SO? SO starts to get you know jealous or bored or it's like, hey, he, she don't really care about me. So I'm just going to do my own thing. So that's just how it goes right now. We've been talking for a minute and I feel like we've hit a lot of information and a lot of topics. So thank you for listening to another Stay Woke podcast. Definitely, definitely, definitely hit us up with questions, comments. Tell us if you agree with our ideas about relationships, about love, any topic ideas as well. Um, you can email me at cofounder at com. You can go to thesonnetbreakdown.com uh, under the contact us page. There's a, a form there where you can just fill out and put your comment or your suggestion and it will get directly sent to me. And Again, thanks for listening. This was the signingbreakdown.com presents the Stay Woke Podcast. We out.